0: into another key. Fortunately, I was able to do so. When I had concluded, Beethoven caught hold of me with both hands, kissed me on the forehead and said, Go, you are one of the fortunate ones, for you will give joy and happiness to many people. There is nothing finer or better than that. This event in my life remained always my greatest pride, the palladium of my whole career as an artist a career which was already well under way it was during this period in vienna
1: that liszt published his first known composition a variation on the same waltz by diabelli which beethoven himself was to transform in his own set of thirty-three variations into one of the great masterworks of human history after eighteen months of lessons Cherney acknowledged that there was nothing more he could teach liszt who at twelve was already being compared to moshelais and hummel perhaps the two greatest pianists then active it seemed obvious to every one that the boy should now go on to paris which was then the undisputed capital of the musical world on the 8th of March, 1824, Liszt made his Paris debut and was pronounced by more than one critic to be the finest pianist in Europe, which was to say in 1824 the finest pianist in the world. Like the child Mozart before him, Liszt now embarked in the company of his father on the first of his legendary concert tours. In June he made his debut in London, and in July he was received by King George the Fourth at Windsor Castle. He also found time to compose, and tried his hand for the first time at writing a business letter. Dear Sir, I would be greatly obliged to you if you would take the trouble of coming to see me at a quarter past three. Having finished a few pieces, and as I want to have them engraved, I am appealing to you to ask you to kindly hear them so that you don't buy the
0: pig in the poke.
1: Just which pigs in which pokes they might have been, we can only guess, though there are at least four bravura keyboard works which we know he'd completed by then. His most ambitious project, though, was an opera, Don Sanche, which was staged in Paris shortly after his return there the following year. And all the while, of course, Liszt was growing up, in his middle teens a thwarted love affair led to a severe nervous breakdown which effectively removed him from public view for many months and led to a bout of religious mania which almost resulted in his becoming a monk out of sight in this case however was not out of mind in the autumn of eighteen twenty eight paris was fairly buzzing with rumours of liszt's death and shortly after his seventeenth birthday he had the unusual experience of reading his own obituary in a noted parisian newspaper Snapped out of his depression by the events of the July Revolution of 1830, Liszt plunged once again into the musical life of Paris and became a cherished fixture in the salons of the rich, where he met and mingled with most of the leading cultural lights of the time. It was in the spring of 1832, though, that there occurred an event which was to change the whole course of his artistic development. For the first time in his life he heard Paganini, and everything he'd been told about the demon fiddler turned out to be true. Here was a man who didn't just play the violin better than anyone else, he played it in a fashion which no one before him had even dreamt was possible. He seemed to have extracted from his instrument every possible shade of its character, every drop of its potential. To the twenty-one-year-old Liszt it was the revelation of his own destiny. From that moment he resolved that he himself would do no less for the piano now if we are to get this hardly modest ambition into perspective it's important to remember that this youth only just over the threshold of official manhood was almost certainly already the greatest pianist of his time but that wasn't the point and anyone doubting the seriousness of liszt's intentions need look no further
0: than a letter written to a friend shortly after paganini's concert For a whole fortnight, my mind and my fingers have been working like two lost souls. Homer, the Bible, Plato, Locke, Byron, Hugo, Lamartine, Chateaubriand, Beethoven, Bach, Hummel, Mozart, Weber are all around me. I study them, meditate on them, devour them with fury. Besides this, I practice four to five hours of exercises— Thirds, sixths, octaves, tremolos, repeated notes, cadenzas, and so on. Ah, provided I don't go mad, you will find in me an artist.